Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Biggs. I think I'm going to start calling it the Local E. What do you think? No? Yeah? No? No? Okay, no. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We're in here today. (laughs) We're in here with Wofford today. Welcome back, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me. We don't particularly have any agenda today. We're just going to kind of recap the... The last few uh, months we've had doing this, it's been a hell of a good time. We're on episode 20, so I figured it'd be a good time to kind of take a pause for the cause, so to speak, and uh, kind of look at everything we've been been up to, you know. Um, everything really changed quite a bit over since January. You know, we started this thing. COVID was still a ma- major thing, you know. Um, from your perspective as someone do you is a in a wheelchair or do you go to a concert with your artificial leg depending on like what kind of gig it is uh really it, it plays more into how much uh i'm gonna be standing and walking right mm. if there's gonna be a lot of walking if it's a festival type of thing then i'd rather be in my chair you know otherwise i'm gonna be miserable halfway through and not be able to enjoy the headliner you know yeah well and uh, that's one thing I've, I've noticed is is when it started to finally pick back up it didn't stop anybody, man. Everybody wanted to go see shows, you know, and it's, and the diamond ballroom has those tables now and it kind of gives everybody free range. It seems like every, it, the concerts we've seen out there have been put on and they've been well controlled, very well done. They kind of keep up with the mask mandates and all that shit, but none of that's here anymore. But, uh, it was interesting to see how, how it developed, collapsed, and then kind of came back and different parts of the country did different things and, and whatnot. But it seems like everybody's kind of on the same page now. There's a lot of national tours opening up. You guys got any uh, any gigs you just can't live without this summer or fall? Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to the uh, Louder Than Life uh, tour. It's in uh, Fayetteville, Kentucky, I believe is where we're staying, is Fayetteville. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad my friend did this, but uh, apparently they lost my booking uh, at the hotel that I set up about a month ago. And my, uh, my friend, she, uh, that we're, we're going with like her and my friend Alex and stuff. Um, she had booked a, I guess two rooms at one of those extended suites ones. It's going to be $400 for the three day festival. Yeah. It's three to four days. Yeah. I'll be gone for a couple days. Um, but I'll be able to remotely, um, call Mm -hmm. in and everything. Uh, but the, uh, yeah, it's, it's three to four days. Uh, $400 for a seven day like stay. So like I'm just paying the 400. Um, and then, and if it's shorter then I'll, I'll just pay less, I guess when I leave. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, I, I went to go book a hotel and I'm glad that she did this cause she messaged me back. She's like, Oh, well, I mean, it, you don't have to book a hotel. I, I, you know, I fixed it. And, uh, and so when I looked at it, $1,500 for those amount of days for, for that area. So I was like, well, I'm paying $400 for the ticket to the show. I can't afford two grand to go to a damn show. You know, it's Metallica it. and all that kind of shit. I'll be sleeping in the damn car. <laughs> and so I messaged her. I was like, I'm going to be sleeping in the damn car in the parking lot. And she was like, why? And I was like, because I can't afford a hotel. And she's like, oh, I already booked two rooms. It's going to cost you 400 oh, I was nice. like, oh, thank fucking God. Yeah. I, was, I was okay with paying six to eight for this because I haven't been to a concert in over a year and a half. Uh, there's about a hundred bands playing. Oh, it's and, huge. I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. huge. Several days. 
Metallica, like every major band. I, I would is in that show. I would gamble and say that's actually probably bigger than the Rocklahoma. Oh. Or maybe it's an extension of it. There's but it's man, it's Yeah, there's uh there's Ooh. another one in the Rockies, uh in Colorado that's happening, and then there's another one in California, but uh but yeah, these are some big ass shows that are happening and they're just touring and they're just doing these different tours. So, uh, I'd venture to take a guess he wouldn't be the only one sleeping in his car there if that's where he is. Well, yeah, especially it's around Lew- there's really not a whole lot of hotels I gather in those remote areas they put these concerts on. That's the problem they have in prior. You and know? everybody, you know, everybody's in a different financial situation yeah. and if you want to go and like you were talking about how it didn't hold anybody back as soon as they open it back up. Yeah everybody's itching right everybody's ready they're tired of being locked in their house and holding up so they're looking for an excuse anything that they can justify in their mind that hey this is safer then they're going to take it and they're going to get that experience they want and well and the whole camp out festival experience is that's kind of what some people enjoy i don't i would rather stay in a hotel leave for the evening and come back the next morning because man roughing it in multi-day festival can be just that rough so what about is there any shows you just can't you just can't live without coming up man uh nothing that i'm i'm really aware of right now but i'm i'm not one that stays real in tune with all that i usually find out through friends or uh local communication yeah local Local earshots and such Mm -hmm. (laughs) well i was going to go down to dallas and and uh get with the the guys in them evils uh they're on a little short run through the southwest up through i guess they were going to end up in florida um they're playing a festival out there later this summer but um so they were they were going to hit that with crowbot and i guess their drummer david uh i don't know if he broke his arm or injured his arm somehow and they had to drop that leg of the tour so that's kind of disappointing but you know you got to take care of your health you know that's first and foremost so um i hope the guy's feeling better dave jordan jake you guys, if you're listening, we love y'all. Can't wait to see y'all again. But uh, it won't be the, it won't be this Saturday, unfortunately. So, uh, hey, you know what? As a, speaking of those guys, let's play that song Overdrive. They got a new single out, and these guys are these guys are a real cool band, man. And they're one of some of my favorites, uh, newer artists that have that have kind of been peeking out and doing these little tours. So uh, check them out.
That was Them Evils, their new single, Overdrive. These guys are from California, guys, and uh, they, they've got a, a nice little uh, following here in Oklahoma, I'd like to think. I'd like to spread the word about them. Um, uh, we got our girl, uh, Terry Bassett, up in Tulsa. She's kind of our Tulsa connection for those guys, and, and me and her, and always talking about like ways we can uh, help the guys out and spread the word here through the central U.S., because... Um, I'd really like to see these guys move up on the on the rung on the national stage. So uh, shout out to them, Evils. Go check them out. And uh, <clears throat> well, I guess we'll just give a shout out to all our previous guests. Kind of helped us get here. I didn't expect it to actually do that. Sorry. <laughs> I, I had to set up the playthrough, but it's it shouldn't have done that. So, so what's your go-to? Do you like uh, just the rock and roll stuff? What's your kind of go-to, man? Man, I'm all over the board, right? Like, I grew up with ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne. I got to see Ozzy live. Got I did, Zach too. Wild, yeah, oh, wait, it's when I Ozzie. seen him. Sharon kissed me on the cheek. Whoa. Yeah. Met mm-hmm. her. Uh, I was first one in line on military installation, so it's first come, first serve, right? No tickets. You can't buy ahead of time. So I, I was able to uh, coerce my higher-ups and uh, let me have the day off, and I got up there early, was hanging out, and as Sharon uh, came in, Sharon and Kelly, actually, both of them, before the show, so no one knew who the hell Kelly was. Uh, but they're walking in, and I waved at them. They came over, and they're talking to me. Her publicist was kind of like, hey, she ain't got an... I'm assuming her publicist, lady with her. Like, she don't really have any time, and Sharon was kind of like, hey, fuck off. Like, I got time for my fans, you know? She came over, was talking to us. The venue had given me and the one other guy there a uh, poster, uh, and she autographed it. Uh then after the fact, we got a meet and greet. Got to meet Ozzy and Zach, and they cool. they went ahead and signed it. I brought that back, and that's uh, sitting at my mom's house now. That's awesome, man. I didn't get to meet him, but we got to see him, uh, I think it was 2008. Me and Tracy weren't married, so it had to be 08. But uh, they came with a band called In This Moment. I like In This Moment. Yeah. Beautiful Tragedy is a really she, good uh, They opened the show, and... And that was, it's cool to catch something like that with a band that's on that upswing and just killing it every night, you know, and, uh, we got to catch them in that, in that, in that moment. Uh, <laughs> but, oh, hey. well done. <laughs> but, um, well, actually we went to high school with the next guy. You remember Chris Gomez? Yes, I do. His band Perseus, uh, they've been with us since day one, man. And I think he was actually the first guest we had on the show and, um, I, like I said, me and me and Wofford went to high school with him, and and it's just he was a really fucking good guitar player back then. Yeah, I remember yeah. him ripping yeah. up the talent shows, <laughs> just getting after it. And everybody when it the first time we saw him, you know, everybody like, what was like, the Whoa, fuck, yeah, this come from you know. And I that and I was learning how to play around that same time, and I was just thinking like, this dude's only like a year older than me, and he's just crushing it. I'm like, I need to get to work, man. <laughs> good motivator. Start woodshedding. But uh, the guys in Perseus, great dudes. Um, they they got back after it pretty quick. Um, they uh, had some lineup changes late last year, I guess, or early, early this year. And and I knew it was uh, kind of a uh, delay getting the new players in. And I actually volunteered. I'd try to learn to keep up on bass at least, maybe to get them through. But after he sent me the tracks to learn, I'm like, dude, I can't play that. That's You're going to have to get somebody who – is like you know good so <laughs> better <laughs> but uh we'll we'll play one of their tunes still put that uh 
signal degradation or 10,000 scars. Let's do 10,000 scars. We saw these guys at the blue note. <clears throat> they killed it.
All right, that was <clears throat> that was our Oklahoma Metal Boys, Perseus, with 10,000 scars. You guys check them out, man. Show them some love, especially from Oklahoma. I know they got some gigs coming up. I'm not exactly sure where, but I know they're coming up, so we'll get their um, their tour schedule on our Facebook page. Actually, I did this morning. It's it's already up. They got dates through the end of July, and I think some in early August. And you guys can check them out. They, I know they're playing uh, all, all over. It's not just Oklahoma, so if you guys happen to be in the neighborhood go check them out so uh we had a lot of different guests <clears throat> we had everything from comics to uh djs shout out to uh Preethi and danny you guys uh check those guys out too you can get all their information on our facebook page we're trying to set this whole network up you know how it goes yeah and uh danny uh he he posted on facebook i'll post it on the page uh he he uh created another song uh, produced another song oh cool so, uh, and I think I posted it earlier, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll check that. That dude makes music that it's, I don't know. It's almost, to me, it sounds like, it sounds like a movie. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I, the same way with Ron Ramsey and uh, Kingdom of Ashes, shout out to those guys too. Um, it's almost like each individual song is its own epic. And uh I mean, that's pretty cool, man. Especially you can take a couple of hits of acid or any of your uh, relaxation tools of whatever kind and put something like that on in the background. It's a pretty good, uh, pretty good little old trip, I just so have to say. So you feel like there's separate movies, or is it like a Pink Floyd The Wall album where it's a big, long thing? I know that's oh. starting to become a trend, it seems. With younger artists, they're starting to do more and more of that whole album being a movie. Yeah, so it's, like it's kind of like a story because it's psychedelic trance. Mm-hmm. So it kind of leads you down a path and uh and some of it's meant to like calm you down and and kind of induce certain parts of the brain um and and so that's kind of the music that he creates um just like uh, a lot of the music like preethi makes is uh is or you know our mixes and stuff is drum and bass is meant to induce a different type of, of mood you know uh, but his stuff it's it's meant to lead you down this path so, so if you're like on like trip, shrooms yeah, and stuff yeah. yeah oh for sure yeah, so yeah and everything Absolutely. every picture that he has it's all like geographical little shapes and stuff he designs all of his uh all of his uh covers um images he creates these little videos that have like the the, the visuals with it um and has a lot of stuff on soundcloud it's a very specific type of music and it's unfortunate that i mean it's it is kind of a music that you only seek out in a certain type of um mindset mindset whether you whether you're into the psychedelic scene or not it's it's something you want to sit down relax and listen to it's not really something you put on as just background music for the house while you're cleaning or something you know so um that's why it's kind of why i had them on i want to get people exposed to it because i mean sounds and that type of thing it's been shown it does have therapeutic effects on oh, the sure. on the brain so helps with meditation and everything else for yeah. sure. and his music is is right up that alley and uh so shout out to both of those preethi danny we love y'all we'll see y'all next time hopefully soon we had some comics on too man lenny van horn and greg thomas and uh if you guys feel so inclined go back and listen to those episodes they're uh uh hilarious i mean i, I think i we were laughing our balls off pretty good. I think I blew the mic out a couple of times on Lenny's. And uh, so we've gotten better with our production value since then. So don't judge, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Skylar Tudors, our resident gearhead and riff junkie. Uh, I guess you could call him that, dude. Uh, we've been trying to get him on. It looks like we'll have him on next Friday 
do like a little gearhead thing, bring in some gear, try some gear, talk gear. I know you just look thrilled because uh, you fucking hate it when we go into those <laughs> go into those no, tangents. I, I actually uh, I actually asked the asked them to create an episode like that because uh, uh, early on, whenever I first started playing guitar, I got this book and it was like how to play a guitar. What is the you know what is the guitar about? And it's the guitar's bible and and it had like how all the parts work and all this stuff. And so I, I know I know the names of the majority of stuff, but then they'll say things that I'm just like, what? What do you talk about? And 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 I asked my mom. She's like, yeah, you know, it's it's a really interesting conversation. Uh, I don't understand any of it, but it's interesting to hear you guys talk about it. You know, and uh, so I, I I felt like he probably needs like an episode where they just kind of explain what the parts of these things are, like like uh and and how it differs from like. You know, you're because some people don't know what a tube amp is, why a tube amp works sure. the way differently that it, that it works from digital. Uh, people don't understand what a fretboard is or a fret by itself or even like the locks. All on right. The, now on the now you're kind of, kind of pushing stuff, so. it with me. I don't know if I could have patience for that kind of uh, <laughs> beginner, but <laughs> <laughs> some people don't know this stuff, uh, though. I know. They'll uh, be like, what? What, what is this guitar about? string you speak? Yeah, what it, what is this super slinky? I don't know. Hey, I'm a hybrid man myself. Uh, <laughs> so I was actually kind of curious about this. It's it's not really off topic, but I was I, I saw this on YouTube, and there was a veteran that had been I don't know how he got wounded, but it, it messed up his arm. And I thought about you talking about your radial nerve, and his part of his rehab was learning how to finger pick the guitar. I was wondering, like, did anything like that ever come into play with your rehab, or did it even cross your mind? So, mine was real weird because I had complete loss, right? So, it wasn't, oh. like, weakness thereof. I just couldn't use it. So, I wore a glove that kind of did the lifting and pulling back because the radial nerve does that, right? It extends the wrist and extends your fingers out, like, widespread as far as you can spread your fingers out. All that stuff is, is all that. So, I lost that ability, but I could squeeze together and pull my wrist down like as if i'm arm wrestling right okay that's all the underneath part and that was all intact so i just couldn't lift and extend so i wore a glove that did all that for me and so basically my rehab was more keeping the other stuff functional because if i can't extend then i'm not retracting so those muscles also get weak so they're like hey we'll do this part for you you make sure you're still doing this so it was mostly just staying busy uh doing things like like i played a lot of foosball uh they actually oh yeah prescribe. yeah the twisting yep. yeah they okay. would prescribe me xbox video games right nice yeah that was, that was pretty decent uh therapy my wife didn't like it too much uh, i'm getting healthy god damn it which, which might be why we're divorced now uh, i got got done with my therapy and didn't stop doing the training uh, you just came back and always played video games never did anything else hey i mean it's rehab just trying to look out for me. You're looking out for your health here. Did they prescribe masturbation? I was waiting on someone to say it, but nobody oh, did, man. so I have to... I I definitely <laughs> continued that throughout and after therapy. After doctor's I, orders. I continued to this day. I'm kind of sad for the day that stops, to be honest with you, like when you lose that desire altogether. All right, I'll give another shout-out, another thank you. Sorry to abruptly change on you there. I was, actually, I was just curious. Man, I saw that on YouTube. I'm like, well, that makes perfect sense. Uh <laughs> well uh, all right where are we going here i'm trying to keep this somewhat in order guys uh clayton mckenzie 
He's next on the list. Now, he is a very good songwriter. He's probably not everybody's flavor, but that's just like music in general. I'm kind of an all-around guy. I can, it's, it, I can find value in a lot of different music, even if it's not my particular maybe choice. I, I, if someone's up there and they can do their thing, I can respect that. <clears throat> but yeah, if I'm if I'm in the car or if I'm around the house, my default is usually like. Uh, Rock and roll, uh, 70s, 80s, rock and roll, good old just blues-based rock and roll. A lot of, a lot of, I like a lot of acoustic songwriters, guys out in Nashville, uh, Will Hogue, uh, Daryl Scott. He wrote Great Day to Be Alive. You probably know that song. Oh, but, sure. uh, yeah, so either way, and uh, Clayton's kind of right up that alley with uh, <clears throat> more acoustic-driven However, they got some they got some rock and roll tunes, and uh, the album uh, "Small Town Sounds" they have it out now. It kind of covers a little bit of all that. So um, we want to plug one here. Uh, do we have free? Complete community. 
That was Gypsy Store Troubadours, and uh, again, shout out to Clayton McKenzie. Thank you so much for making the drive out here, man. We appreciate it, man. I know uh, all the way up where he's at, he's kind of in between Tulsa and Oklahoma City. It's a couple, an hour and a half. Here. Yeah, somewhere between Tulsa and here. Who'd, who'd have thought? Johnny <laughs> Hollis, if you're listening, uh, use that line. That's an awesome line. I like that line. I can make a song out of that line. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Johnny Hollis... Uh, uh, Johnny Elizabeth Turner and Chad Carr did this little old acoustic gig in my living room a couple weeks ago, and I thought that was the most awesome thing ever. So, uh, where's the video of that? That's what I was looking we didn't, for. I couldn't find it. We didn't take a, a, a video of the whole thing, I took some, some like shots, but uh, no, that's what we're working up to is, is doing right. the video thing. That's it's kind of like with our intro song, like we're NPR kind of working towards it. Concert. Yes, very similar. But we prob- want to become MTV unplugged. Hopefully, a better yes, yes, a sorry. better production value. And dude, Chad, shout out to Chad Carr, guys. He made my fucking living room, which I was worried about the reverb because it's twelve foot ceilings. It's it's open. Um, I was like, man, this is gonna just echo like a church cathedral. And and no, he tightened it up, compressed it, and it came out so fucking good. Matter of fact, play hers. Um, what was that last song she did? You really you really got me? Yeah, dude. One, two, three. Well, you've been dancing with your shadow. You've been talking in your sleep. Well, you can walk on water, but don't want to wet your feet. You really got me. You really got me now. No, I don't know how you do it, but you really put me through it, and you got me. You say you talk to everyone who's anyone in town, but they don't recognize you with your feet out of your mouth. You really got me, yeah. You really got me now. You know I don't know how you do it, but you Oh, 
Brought a knife out to a gunfight And you shout up that I'm dead My old friend Smith and Wesson Think you're in over your head You really got me Yeah You really got me now You know I don't know how you do it But you really put me through it Hell, you got me now You really got me. Elizabeth Turner, Johnny Hollis, and Chad Carr, live from my living room. Love you guys, and thank you so much for coming out here and doing that. And uh, honestly, I think that really, we got a lot of, a lot. there was a big jump in our, our likes and our, our views on that one. So I think that's definitely something we're going to keep doing. That comes in, it almost sounds a little bit like uh, Harper Valley PTA. Yeah, She's got a little bit of that, that riff. Voice. Yeah, that bluesy kind of riff. Yeah. I, I I told her I asked her if she could if she could do a cover for me one of these days if she do "Landslide" by Stevie Nicks. My wife loves that. Everybody loves that song, but her voice is very got that smoky kind of blues flavor. And man, she killed it. I, it was so cool. Um, <laughs> I keep hitting this mic. Dude, I swear, something's about to take flight over that table, and he's going to be like, God damn it, stop hitting the mic. Goes back to our... our just laugh about it. We're just incrementally increasing our production value. So <laughs> It's good that he says he's not like that, because I've definitely bumped it through a couple times myself. <laughs> Everybody at home is just listening to this. Clung, 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 clung. All they hear is that they are tunk, and they're like, oh my God, are you okay, man? You fell on the ground. <laughs> They, there was a really good one when... Uh, well, that uh, puts they, a, quite a nice visual in there for an amputee <laughs> in a, in a radio booth, right? I thought about it after I said it. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, man. Oh, that's mad. Well, I was actually going to tell you before you walked in, but I didn't get to it in time. He, when we laid that cord across the thing there, he said, yeah, I'll create a trip hazard. And I'm like, I'm going to go out and tell Wofford to break his balls about that. <laughs> but I forgot about it. And by then I was like, ah, he's already in here. God damn it. It's funny. We, we make sure on this time when I'm here that we talk about me being an amputee. Last time I tell my whole story, how I got hurt and everything. Never, never actually mentioned actually it. say that I ended up uh, losing my leg. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the thing with in learning how to do this. It's I tell all, almost every single guest, every single guest we've ever had, um, I'd like to have you on a follow-up because we don't know what we're doing. So hopefully <laughs> when we follow up, we'll have a much better idea of how to make this into like a, a you know, a, a show. You know, it's it, when me and you conversate, we go off on tangents. Yeah, we know. We have no idea where it's ending up. <clears throat> and uh, like I was telling, I was telling my wife, I'm like, you know, me and Wofford, uh, I don't condone common uh, psychedelic use by any stretch, but we're gonna science the shit out of this. <laughs> we're gonna figure this shit out. So uh, when you're in that state, obviously your uh, conversations can go about as deep as your mind is going. So. <laughs> It's hard to encapsulate some of those into the English language. <laughs> but, <clears throat> yeah, I like that. Oh, that happened during Vegas' show. Shout out to Vegas Vago, uh, punk rock, Oklahoma, man. Uh, I, he plays in Blood Rush, but he's in, like, every band in Oklahoma, it seems like. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, one of the members of uh, Cobra Kai was like, "Yeah, he said he was in our band, but he's not in our band." <laughs> so I don't know what was up with that, but that cracked me up because because uh, he was pretty drunk whenever he came yeah. on the show. He said he started drinking in the morning. So maybe it's one of those things like in rugby, right? You go to tournaments and they need another guy, they pull you out. Call it whoring out your player, right? Well, well, the thing is, I kind of assumed that he was in the band because uh, they were all playing the show in the backyard that I went to, and and uh, and he was singing with them at one point. So I thought maybe he was with the band, but maybe it was his other band that he was singing with them. I don't know. He, yeah, they have a, several bands, like, and and they do this thing. Uh, it's like August twenty, is it twenty first? Is uh is gonna be uh, the Vegas Shack? And oh yeah, do another show. Yeah. That's up on the on the Facebook page too. Yeah, uh, we'll, and we'll reshare it as it gets closer. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, shout out to Vegas Vago and Blood Rush and all just the all the Oklahoma punk rock bands in the scene. I know it can't be easy to do what you're doing in the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, you know, much love. Um. I just want to give another shout. I got a couple more to give here. Uh, most recent guests, uh, Jeremy Kayser with Kayser Guitars. Um, he brought in a couple of these things to play. And uh, I'm no pro, but I've been playing guitar for about 20 years. And I can say without a doubt, when you pick one of his guitars up and play it, it feels good. It feels like a comfortable guitar. And if you pick one up and it's immediately comfortable, that's probably two-thirds of your problem if a, if a guitar feels good and it sits well and it's comfortable to play odds are you're going to stick with it you can change the pickups you can change all that but if it feels good if you buy one that's been cut wrong and it feels fucked up you, you you'll set it on the wall you won't ever play it because it don't feel good but uh it's fully custom you can put whatever you want on the thing man so check out his stuff um he we have all his stuff on the, on our facebook page we've linked everything up and uh, give him a shout. And uh, if you talk to him, you, you put in an order and you're interested, you talk to Jeremy Kayser himself, and he'll walk you through the whole thing. And uh, we really enjoyed talking to him, and he really gave us the lowdown on kind of what it is just to start a business in Oklahoma. And that's kind of where we're at with starting out. It's it's grind, especially coming off of COVID, you know. <clears throat> but uh, most recent guest, uh, Cotton White with Straight White Buffalo, um, if you guys heard that episode, he is not a stand-up comic. He is a guitar player. <laughs> he he went off. Dude, <laughs> it was, yeah, I was like, I think, I don't know. I was like, I told him after the wor- after the show, I said, you know, if your music career doesn't pan out in any way, shape, or form, you could be a fucking comedian tonight. Like it's kind of that feeling of like he tells you exactly how he feels about yeah. the world and the world around and and doesn't necessarily sugarcoat it but sprinkles it with humor so that it's easier to digest kind of thing you know I, I've I, always enjoyed that kind of communication. He he reminds me of every Oklahoman Oklahoma dad that worked in the oil field with friends of mine growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, like you said, it's like. <laughs> He said he was going to name his band uh, Cotton White and the Pickers. I was like, I, wait. It was one of those like, huh, is that offensive? But then it's like, there's no ill intent behind it. And for a bluegrass band, that is probably the most condensed. No, there's no fat on that name. 
But I, I, I think you might have made the right decision I, in yes. today's day and age. Ultimately, right? like he just did. avoid the well, conflict I, altogether. And, I, and I think it. he made a lot of good decisions that day. You know, like I picked the wrong day to quit sniffing glue, man. I mean, he, <laughs> he decided not to, like, you know, he decided just to stop sniffing glue. So might have been a great time a... Uh, to sniff glue, even <laughs> despite his res- reservations in that quote, right? Man, he's a trip, and he was so fun, man. He, he. He showed up at the door and he was he had a pink t-shirt on and then he was wearing these like real short green track shorts. And I'm like, yeah, we got to get a picture of this for the Facebook page. And you know, uh, you know, the, you know, the, you know the, the green shorts that they give all the Marines and shit. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like yeah, short yeah. as fuck. Yeah, that, that's what he was wearing. <laughs> it was great, man. Uh, he's so fun to talk to and uh, we will definitely have him back on. Uh, he's playing... Oh, I'd have to talk to him. I know he's he's got to hit the oil patch again here soon and you know wrangle up some money. But uh, if uh, I'll talk to him and today, and if he's got anything, we'll definitely get it up on the Facebook page and go check him out. And we got one more, and I'll let you guys go. I promise. I got uh, I got a hold of Carvin Jones. He's a blues guitar player. I believe he's based in Arizona. Don't quote me on that, but um, he's got a, a tour jaunt coming up through the southwest and he stops at the 89th street collective on august 28th and me and my wife and my son i think i don't know if it's an all ages show i gotta double check but we're gonna go check him out and uh, i encourage anybody out there to go to this show if you're a fan of the blues uh stevie ray vaughn eric gales um he's definitely in that vein very 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 good blues guitar player um I'd like, I'm going to try to have him on the show. I'm not sure how all that works out with scheduling and traveling. I know things get pretty tight, uh, with, with a tour. So, um, I'd like to at least maybe do a zoom call or something. We can, we can at least talk to him before his show in Oklahoma city and put it out there. I want to get as many people out there for him as I can. He's, and he's been doing these house parties through COVID, which I thought if you're a musician, that's a brilliant move through COVID because, yeah, the, the government can tell you what to do in a public space, but really at a house, they, they you know, they tried to say they could, but really, well, really. Kevin Hart did a comedy special in lots his of, house, right? Yeah, lots of comics were doing that. Went on Netflix. And he's, he's been going around to these, these pool parties and, and people that just, I mean, I couldn't think of a better thing to do at an outdoor pool party than have a live guitar Get badass guitarist and playing the blues. I mean, that's just awesome. And I mean, and, let's be real about the situation: is though that band that that band's going to be practicing anyway together? Sure. And then at a venue, they're kind of off on the stage doing their thing, and then you're over here doing this. You're going to have your party anyway. They're going to practice anyway. Yeah. What difference does? Why it make? not have some live music over instead of the radio? You know. And I guarantee you, if it's a hometown gig, a gigging musician. That sounds like such a fucking fun time, you know. But hey, uh, August was it twenty eighth? August twenty eighth. August twenty eighth into August. Uh, Carvin Jones is going to stop in Oklahoma City at the Eighty Ninth Street Collective, and I, like I said, I urge everybody to go see him. And we're going to get his information, and we'll even get some of the pictures from these house parties up on our Facebook page, so you guys can check out what he's been doing. And hell, if you're interested, you might just want to have him out to one of your parties. I mean, I would highly recommend it. But um, that's all I got as far as today. We're just kind of recapping the, the year and uh, just kind of remembering some of the funny, funny stories we've had on the show. 
you know anything about us, uh, we, we operate on the uh, value for value system, uh, the three T's, time, talent, treasure. Um, obviously, your time, if you take time to listen to the show, guys, that's, that's, the, that's honestly the best thing you could do. Listen to the show, give us a like, tell your friends, share it, spread the word. Uh, talent, if you're a band, you're an artist, you want to come in and, and talk to us about what you got going on, send us a few uh, uh, files on through the email. Uh, was it localearshot at gmail.com? Or uh, more bands. Uh, it's uh, local earshot. It's John at localearshot.com. Okay. Yep. Oh, actually, I was going to tell you. Uh, I can't. I think it might have been Jeremy Kayser or, or maybe that Tom Tom Bullet. He had that email kicked back on him, so I told him to send it to morebands at gmail.com. Oh, see, I've I've been communicating with him on email through oh. through that email. Well, maybe so. I don't know. Uh, Okay. He has like three different emails from me though. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been talking to him though. Okay, like, cool. As long yeah. as he was able to get a hold of you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you guys, uh, yeah, go to uh, local earshot, uh, send us a, send us a file, talk to us, let us know what you got in mind, and if you're, a, I don't care what you do, if you're in and around this life, we'll call it, uh, in some way or form, we've had uh, Jeremy Kayser, guitar manufacturer. Uh, we're talking to the guys in Vanessa House Brewing about maybe coming on. Uh, it's kind of hard to get a hold of those guys. They're pretty busy. But I have reached out and heard back, so maybe we can work something out this year. Um, you know, we're all in this thing together, you know, and, and I know it's hard to get some the word spread in Oklahoma, so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to start a scene and uh, have this network that artists can reach out to. Um, and obviously the last one, Treasure, if you feel so inclined to donate, go to our donations page. It is... The uh, localearshot.com uh, slash donate. Uh, we take crypto and we also take Cash App and Vitmo. Um, I'm actually looking at a different, um, there's different apps and stuff, but I think I'm going to come up with the donation page that's separate from everything else so we can connect all of our projects that we're working on. So Cool. And if you're out there and you're a, a business of like-minded people and you're looking maybe for some ad sponsorship, uh, we are open to the idea. We're not actually, we're more of a nonprofit at this point in the game. But if the right opportunity presents itself, we will uh, consider it and we'll, we'll talk about it. So um, thank you guys for listening and tell your friends. We love y'all. We'll see y'all down the line.